Welcome to the Cowboys Beat and Friends Podcast, streaming live every Wednesday on the Cowboys Beat Podcast Network, where Chris brings along a friend and discusses everything going on with America's team. What? Did we just become best friends? Yep. Hosted by none other than Chris K. Throws it down the field. It's caught at the 10, and this game is over. The Cowboys win it. CD Lamb. You may know him from his work on TikTok, but now he's taking over the podcasting world. Second and 15. Good throw, and it's intercepted. He's got another one, and he's got a field ahead of him. Diggs is going to take it to the end zone. Unbelievable. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the Cowboys Beat and Friends podcast. What's going on, guys? Welcome to Cowboys Beating Friends for September 14th, 2022. And on today's episode, we're going to talk about what the Cowboys are going to do about their quarterback situation going forward now that Dak Prescott is injured. And we're also going to talk about where we think the offense can improve going forward this season. But before we get into the episode, please make sure to go follow my social media accounts, Cowboys Beat on TikTok, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, YouTube, whatever it may be. I'm Cowboys Beat over there. Make sure to go follow me. Um, we also have a merch line. Uh, bonfire.com the link is in the bio if you're watching on youtube if you're listening on apple podcast spotify wherever you may be listening uh check out bonfire cowboys beat merch over there you will find it i made some pretty cool uh merchandise so definitely make sure to go check that out today's episode is sponsored by thrive fantasy the great people over at thrive fantasy we are in the thrive fantasy live studio right now Come prop up on Thrive Fantasy this NFL season. Thrive Fantasy is a daily fantasy sports and esports app for player props. With Thrive, you can eliminate the countless hours of research and only focus on the top athletes that have the biggest impact on the game. Choose 10 out of the 20 available player props to build your lineup. Each prop is a sign of fantasy value for both the over and under based on how likely it is to hit. Hit the most props and rack up the most points to win a share of the prize pool. Use promo code CowboysBeat when you sign up today and you will receive an 100% instant first deposit match up to $100. Download Thrive Fantasy on the App Store or Play Store by visiting their website, website www.thrivefantasy.com. Sign up and prop up today. Okay, so you know this is Cowboys beating friends. I got to bring one of my friends on the show. I have a guy who has already been on the show. He was my very first guest on the show. He is the CEO of Cowboys Nation, Armando21 Armando. What's going on? What's going on, Chris? Cowboys beat. Shout out to you. Hey, thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. You know, I was the first guest and then I'm back. I love that, man. I appreciate it. You know, I'm here. Absolutely. Football. Let's, let's do it. Absolutely. It's great to have you back on again. Uh, we definitely had a blast the first episode and I think we're going to have a blast this episode. Definitely. So big news coming out of this game is that Dak Prescott is injured. Jerry Jones went on 105.3 The Fan and said that Dak Prescott will not be on IR and he could return within the next four weeks. We got a report from Ed Werder saying the reason why he's not putting him on IR is so that he can get practice reps for when he does return. So regardless of the fact, Dak Prescott is out for the immediate future. So Armando, what do you think the Cowboys should do at quarterback now that Dak Prescott is? Is not going to be playing for the next few weeks here. You know what? I, you know what? That's 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 the big question. I think that that's the big question everybody wants to know. What do what, what do we all think the Cowboys want want to do or should do? You know, with me, I'm writing Cooper Rush. You know, he's there for a reason. Cooper Rush, I, I, I'm 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 willing to you know 
put my money on him and you know hoping hope hopefully he can get us out of these next five games you know get us a, a you know a winning record you know get at least two out of the you know uh, three out of these these next five you know and hopefully by then maybe Dak will be back you know but but just you know ride out the wave and and, and see what see what comes of it hopefully you know he keeps us in playoff contention. That's my thing. Keep keeping us in playoff contention, you know. So when when Dak does get back, you know we're still in that we're still in that hunt because it's gonna be a tough one, you know. You guys, if you guys didn't see, you know, we're we're the only NFC East team that didn't win, so we're gonna be battling there. I mean, granted, you know, a lot of the other NFC East teams fan bases are talking a lot of trash about that. Um, the other teams played the Lions. Second pick in the draft last season, the Jaguars first pick in the draft last season, and New York got an impressive win over Tennessee. Can't take anything away from them. We played the hardest team out of all the teams in the NFC East, no doubt about it. But look, the Cowboys didn't perform on, or at least the offense didn't perform on Sunday. I'm going to make sure to preference that all throughout the week. The offense didn't perform. Exactly. Did you know that the Cowboys defense didn't commit a single penalty? In that game against the Buccaneers, that's outstanding. But we're talking about Dak Prescott here. I agree with you. Cooper Rush should be the guy going forward for these next few games. He is your backup quarterback. He's the guy that you brought in for the preseason. And after the preseason, you said this is the guy that's going to be the quarterback if Dak Prescott isn't. And I don't think the Cowboys are going to waver on that. You know, there was Mike McCarthy. He came out and said that they're uh, looking at adding another quarterback. However, that's just... For you know a spot on the practice squad, that's just a guy that you know they'll bring in in case Cooper Rush gets injured, and that guy will be the third string quarterback for the time being. So it it, it is interesting to me though that Jerry Jones is putting Dak Prescott on IR, regardless if it's, if it's just practice snaps or whatever it may be, um, because the Cowboys are a deep team. Like they have a lot of guys on this roster that they would like to keep. So when you have Dak Prescott on the active roster, you have to then bring Will Greer onto the pra uh, active roster from the practice squad. So you're going to have to cut a guy like maybe a Nashawn Wright or somebody along those lines. Right. It, it, it seems weird to me that they're – they're going to do this just for practice snaps. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to assume that he's going to play within the next four weeks. And I think the reason why they're doing this is because I think he, they want him versus Philly. Cause I'm telling you right now, if Dak Prescott plays against the Eagles, they're going to win that game. You know, like I even feel confident against the Eagles with Cooper rush as the quarterback. Um, you know, I saw them play the other day. They let up, they, they, you know, the Eagles, didn't have a single player on their injury report. So, you know, as the season goes along, guys are going to start to get hurt. You, ne you never wish it on anybody, right. but guys are going to start to get hurt. That was the best their team is going to be. And they let up 30. They got their offense got outscored by the Lions. I yep. think that a Dak Prescott led Cowboys team with a Michael Gallup coming back, with a James Washington potentially coming back. Uh, with C.D. Lamb being C.D. Lamb and Dalton Schultz in that offensive line that we found out, hey, that could be a pretty good unit. I think that knowing that there is a sense of optimism going forward. However, Cooper Rush is going to have to get us out of these next few games. There's no fans or buts about it. People are talking about Cam Newton. The Cowboys are not 
going to sign Cam Newton, especially if it's only for four games. Cam Newton had trouble picking up the playbook in New England. You know, like when he got back with Carolina, again, it took him some time to learn that playbook. Are you going to bring Cam Newton in and then what? Maybe week three or four? Um, he plays and then two weeks later, Dak Prescott's on the field. And then Cam Newton's backing up Dak Prescott. I don't think Cam Newton's necessarily interested in being a backup quarterback. And he just brings too much attention to your team if he is your quarterback. So, I mean, we're in agreement here. Cooper Rush is definitely the guy that the Cowboys have to stick with. I think that he is the guy they're going to stick with. And the way they should work around Cooper Rush is, look, you got to go get him weapons. You cannot send him out there with C.D. Lamb. And even though C.D. is good. CD Dennis Houston and Sammy. Noah Brown and you know Kevante Turpin and right. no Jalen Tolbert. It's yeah. just it's weird to me that they're they would do that. I mean, like I look at the free agency market right now. Granted, you know, if they were really that good, they would be on a team. But I'm just looking for a reliable guy. Uh right. I would say Will Fuller, I think would be a perfect. Uh, guy to bring in, but he does deal with injury problems. So, but I mean, he, when he plays, he's a good player, you know. So, what do you think? Uh, who, do you think who do you think think is out there? I, I know Will Fuller, um, and there's there's not many to pick from, you know. But who who is out there that you can say, okay, we got this guy. Maybe he'll give us, you know, a little maybe a a little bit of different a difference maker. Because yeah, I'm I'm with you. About CD, just seeing CD out there with nobody else, it's 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 tough. It's tough, and I mean, we and, saw it. Everybody knows the focus. It's CD Lamb, and 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 that's the problem, right? Like I think people are giving CD Lamb way too hard of a time. He's not ready to be a CD or a wide receiver one. That's what people are saying. I think that's a little premature to say that. I really do. I Michael think that- Irvin, Michael Irvin came out and said it takes time to get into a number one spot. It takes time to adjust, like you know, so. You know, how long is it going to take? We don't know. But, I mean, Mike Warwick came out and said it. You know, you know, I know everybody's bashing City right now. So, you know, he's not it. You know, he had uh, – how many drops did he have? One, two? I believe he had one drop one, yesterday. One drop, yeah. And so, then he had that He had that pass interference, which, I mean, that yeah. just looked like – it looked like he did that out of frustration. Um, yeah. I mean, I – look, I, I don't like that he did it, but I, I understand why he was frustrated. He's not – you know, he – He's not getting help from any of his other guys. I don't think that he wanted, you know, I don't think that CD Lamb like needed an Amari Cooper on the other side of him. When Michael Gallup gets back, that's going to be a big help for oh, CD yeah, Lamb. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, on Cowboys beat tonight, I was, I, I was being a little more optimistic about this team uh, going forward. So going forward, how optimistic are what what's your sense? Are you optimistic, pessimistic, or you know? No, I'm, I'm always optimistic. I have to be. This is my team, you know, and I feel like we have what we need. You know, it's 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 there. Obviously, like you like you said earlier, you know, they went with they're going with um, Cooper Rush. You know, he's the backup. You know, everybody knows our strong point, our defense, and right now our defense is. Good. I think our defense knows that it's, it's got to be the uh, you know, the pillar right now, you know, holding us down. So, you know, so hopefully, you know, the offense and Cooper Rush can get us out of this one till Dak gets back. You know, and when Dak does get back, 
you know, we we still got to see, you know, how that throwing hand is gonna 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 work out, you know. So, you know, it, I'm optimistic. To, to me, it's simple. With Cooper Rush, you have to run the ball 30 times a game. Like that's not even an an an, an, uh, an exaggeration. Right. You got to run the ball 30 times a game, and you have the personnel to do it. It's not like you're giving Ezekiel Elliott 30 carries. You can split it up with Zeke empowered 15 and, and 15. Or at the end of the day, you know what that does? That opens up whatever passing lanes you do have. You know, so you know exactly. We're gonna, we're gonna and, pound and then boom. And look, like Cooper Rush showed you with that Minnesota game last year. He won yep. you a game. You know, like he sh- he showed you that you-, you can win a game in the NFL with Cooper Rush as your quarterback, and I think that you know, looking forward, I- we talked about it earlier. I think that in these next five games, I think that there's three games that I look at and say they can win those games. They got to take advantage of that. And look, I mean, if if they're able to get out of this three and three with Dak Prescott coming back, you gotta love how you feel. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You gotta love how you feel because Dak Prescott comes back with Jason Peters and Tyler Smith, Biotich, who was fantastic the other day, and Zach Martin and Terrence Steele. I know Terrence Steele had the penalties the other day, but he looked really good as well. Right. You know, and by that point, you'll have most likely you'll have James Washington and Gallup and CeeDee Lamb, and you know, you'll have Dalton Schultz there. You'll have people to throw the football to. So, like this defense can continue to play the way it did. And and here's the thing, right? That defense played so well, they're not going to play a quarterback as good as Tom Brady for the rest of the year. They're not going to no. play a single quarterback as good as Tom Brady. And they held him to 212 yards. And, so, and I was about to say, I don't think Tom Brady played as well as, you know, as, as he like he's played before. Here's the thing. And I've, I've heard that going around. I think that the reason why he didn't play as good as he did is because the Cowboys pass rush was getting to him. Yeah. And here's the reason why I say that. Look at that first drive. Brady looks sharp. I think Brady was like, what, six for eight on the first drive or something like that. He was sharp. And then when that pass rush started to make ways, he looked a little different. Yeah. I legitimately believe that that pass rush uh, got to Tom Brady. And oh, yeah. I think that that's going to be the case going forward. And and that's why I'm optimistic about this team going forward. Because if if you're telling me you can hold that offense, that's a, that's a fantastic offense. I mean, Julio Jones now? I mean, I told people, people called me crazy for saying this. You put him in the right situation, he could be in a 1,000-yard receiver. Julio yeah. Jones showed that the other night against a fantastic offense, or defense, I mean. And um, they had everybody. They had Julio Jones. They had Godwin, who was who to, up until, I think, Game day was, I think he was clear to go, uh, and and they had Mike Evans. So he was always going to be clear to go. Chris Godwin was always going to play. Oh, yeah. This yeah, yeah, yeah. They, you know, they were they were trying to pull the decoy stuff. Yeah, right? I think yeah. All along, I think that's what it was. But I mean, look, man, I know people don't want to hear optimism right now because of how bad they played the other day. But I mean. Kellen Moore is going to have to make adjustments. And I think that that's what this season's going to come down to. Because when Dak gets back, you see the schedule that they have when he gets back. They could win pretty much every game for the every rest of the year. From the rest, yep. They could win every they could win every single game. 
for the, yeah. they'll probably be favored outside of the Packers game in every single game for the rest of the season when Dak Prescott gets back. Yeah. So they can win those games. Um, it, 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 I could see a situation like, like it was back in 2018, 2019, where I think, what did they start? Like three and five or something yeah. like that, or something along those lines. And they After won that, like, yeah. they won a ton of games in a row. And I, I think, thought, yeah. I thought that out of any of like, out of the last decade, I thought that that team had the best shot to win the Super Bowl out of any of the teams in the past decade. And the reason right. why I say that is because they were playing playoff football. They yeah. were running the ball effectively. They were playing good defense. Um, and I I could see that being the case this year. I mean, like, I am not out on this team right now. They oh. could still 100% win the division. There's no doubt in my mind they could still win this division. So, you know, it, it might be crazy to say right now, but, I mean – all bets are off when four comes back. Yeah. When four comes back, they can win the rest of their games. So another player that like played pretty good that like people didn't give any recognition to was Leighton Vanderash. Like Leighton Vanderash played very well the other night. Leighton Vanderash was getting it. He was he was stopping the run. He was after it. You know he uh, you know I I was I was saying the same thing when I saw him on a few on a few uh, uh, tackles. I was like, okay, Vanderash is getting it. Vanderash is. You know, he knows he's on that one-year contract. So if you can get, you know, that Vanderash that you got Sunday night, and and by the way, if you watched how Vanderash played from the back half of last season into that San Francisco game where I thought outside of Micah, he was your best player on your defense in that game. And he comes into this season, he had nine tackles in this game. You know, he's slowly working his way back to – the player that he was his first and second season slowly. He's slowly getting there. He had a lot of injuries that slowed him up, but I mean, that's another piece of this defense that we didn't know that we had. Right. So overall, I, I, I feel so crappy for feeling this optimistic after such a bad performance, but I think there is, you know, you can make a case um, that it's only up from here. And you know, um, we, we have to we have to see the bright side. There has to be a bright side. We have to, you know, the you know, what did you think about the run game? I thought the run game looked decent, you know. So so I think as we said earlier, that's hopefully that gets us afloat. You know, just pound that ball. We have the weapons, you know. Um, you got to be optimistic. We have we have the defense. You know, I think we have the best rated uh, linebacker right now in the league. So you know, there's 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 a there's an upside to. A lot of this, so we have to be and, up. And like I, another thing that came out of this game was qu- we had questions answered. Now some of those answers we didn't like. We, you know, we looked at it right, and we saw what was this wide receiver core going to be? We saw the answers. Yeah. <laughs> wasn't good. Wasn't good. But one answer that we got was: Can Tower Smith play left tackle in the NFL? And the answer is yes. The answer is an emphatic yes. I mean, I think he had what one pre-snap penalty. Yeah, that Other than that, you didn't hear about him the entire exactly. game. Exactly. You would have never known if you didn't know he was a rookie. You would have known that Tyler Smith was in that. He in was that battling, game. man. Like he was. He went to war the other night. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I think that's a positive. Like, and and now once you put Jason Peters in at left tackle, if you get that Chicago Jason Peters, I, I get, that offensive line looks really good. Like it, it that could be a very good unit for you. I mean, like you got Peters at left tackle, Smith at left guard, Biotich, who now I think took that next step. Yeah. Martin and Steele. I mean, I, I, these are good players. Like this is going to be a good unit for you. Yep. So that's another, you know, that's an answer that we got. Um, so, I mean, those were the two biggest things we were looking for. Can Tower Smith play in the NFL? We got that answer. But on the other hand, we got an answer we didn't like in the receivers. But also at the same time, look, the Cowboys deserve to have that type of performance on offense. If you're going to go out there and trot out Noah Brown and yep. Dennis Houston, as your second and third receivers on this team, that's inexcusable. You, you, what do they say? You, you suffer the, you know, you reap what you sow, or you know, something like that. But reap you know, what you sow. Yep. Yeah, you, you put you, you put out there. That's what you trusted in. You saw the results. Now, you know, now to me, it's what are they going to do about it? You know. And this gonna- is the thing. This is the thing. That's why they need to go out there and sign a guy like Will Fuller. I mean, not only that, he would fit in this offense too. Like if, if you're going to, if, if Jalen Tolbert's going to be inactive, then, you know, this whole, this whole thing that the Cowboys were talking about, how they didn't want to sign veterans or bring in like veteran receivers because it was going to stunt the development of the young guys. Jalen Tolbert was your third round pick and he didn't get a single snap. He didn't even dress up for the game. So is is it stunning his development? I would say, Hey, just redshirt Jalen Tolbert. Redshirt yep. him this year. I, you know, give him the semi Fioco treatment from last season and bring in I and not only that, if you were to bring in a Will Fuller, who's who's a better player? Will Fuller or Dennis Houston? Is your yeah. team is your offense better with Will Fuller or is it better with Dennis Houston? It's better with Will Fuller. Yep. So the Cowboys got to ask themselves this question. I did, did Dennis Houston do that good in training camp. He must've lit training camp on fire. If he was able to make the active roster and get reps over a guy that they drafted, this was an undrafted free agent that they brought in. Yeah. He must've set training camp on fire. Yeah, they saw something. They saw something in, in him that they didn't see in Tolbert that said, okay, we're going to, we're going to sit this guy out and you know what? You're undrafted free agent, but you're going to, you, know, you started a, you started an NFL game. So, you know, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see what, what the process is going on forward. Do you, do you think they're going to go out there and get somebody? Honestly. I don't think so, but they should. Yeah. I don't think they're going to do it. But I'm <laughs> it's exactly the same. I don't think so, but they should. Exactly. It's, it's funny. Uh, uh, me and my uh, one friend, he's an Eagles fan. He, he's a very, very cool Eagles fan. Very realistic Eagles fan. Um, we were talking yesterday and he's like, yo, do you think the cow, I, I forget what he was saying, but he was like, do you think the Cowboys should do this? I'm like, they should. And he was like, yeah, I agree. But I'm like, it's Jerry Jones. <laughs> like common sense people would make, you know, yeah. do another decision. And this is Jerry you- Jones we're talking about. Do you think that he doesn't do these things of, of uh, you know, he doesn't want to, you know, show a panic move or something? You know, I mean, you know, I was thinking about it. I was like, because I put myself, I said, if I'm the Cowboys, I'm the organization, and 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 I know I 
I should go get, you know, a proven receiver. So, you know, he can take some slack off of my number one, right? But am I am I not doing this just so I won't show a panic move? Because you know it, it'll look like a panic move if if they go out there and sign. I think they I think that's what Jerry Jones say. I'm not gonna go out there and look like I'm panicking. I'd rather I'm panicked than do nothing at all. Yeah, you know. But I mean, let's be honest here. The Cowboys have been reactive this off season. Mm-hmm. They haven't been proactive. They've been reactive. Oh, yeah. Like when, yep. when when Randy Gregory, when he didn't sign, what did they do? Immediately they reacted with trying to go sign Von Miller. And then they ended up drafting Sam Williams in the draft. He, right. I think he had like seven snaps the other night. So, you know, it's, it's not a good look for the Cowboys when their second and third round picks didn't get any snaps. Now it's a little different because the way the Cowboys develop their players is, right. Hey, we draft you. We're going to, we're going to, basically redshirt you for a year. We're going to get you in the system. We're going to show you how things work. And then in your second year, we're going to get you in an off-season program. We're going to get your body ready for uh, the NFL game. And then we're, we're going to expect some things. Like, for example, Chauncey Golston and Quentin Bohanna, two guys that are, they look like they're going to be staples of this yeah. defensive line. Those were two guys that they drafted and they basically redshirted them. And they said, hey, you know, we're going to give you a limited role. We're going to get you in the off-season program, and you guys are going to come back like beasts. And they they did, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. Dude, Quentin Bohanna, man. <laughs> Not only Quentin Bohanna. Dude, that defensive line as a whole is a young offensive line. They get after it. They're yeah. hungry. They're ferocious. And and they, you know, people got to give the Cowboys credit for that. You know, they one, give- one thing – one thing that every Brady team has brought to the table is a good offensive line because that's what they, you know, they're trying to protect Brady. So this offensive line was a good, you know, a good test for our young guys. And you saw what they did. You know, you saw that that, that defensive line going after it. You know, I think you, you're you right. You hit it on the mark when they say once once they once that that line broke and we got to Brady, Brady was not the same. Well, and not only that, right, like Leonard Fournette, ran for 120 yards on them, 127 yards, credit to them. Um, but a lot of their runs were runs to the perimeter, not to the interior. Yeah, yeah, yes. And I think that shows that they had a healthy respect for the interior of that defensive line. Right. Um. So, yeah, I mean, overall, final thoughts on the game before we wrap up here? Uh, tough loss. You know, I'm, I'm optimistic. You know, that was the key word, I think of this of this show optimism you know you know it's, it's tough to be optimistic but you know we have to be but it was a tough loss you know we got a, like you said we got a lot of answers a lot of questions we had a lot of questions we got a lot of answers you know you know some we of them were out, good we found out you know Micah's not Micah's not looking like he's gonna have a sl- sophomore slump you know you know he got off to a good start you know so so I'm good I'm good I'm, I I I I'm good with the, you know, we took the, we took the loss, you know, we keep going. Yeah. Take it on the chin. There's nothing else you, you can do. It's funny. Like it, it's funny how Micah Parsons reacts to like this national media type of like hype. Um, yeah. Like, so they asked him in the locker room, they were like, uh, Oh, how's the locker room doing after this loss? And, you know, they were talking and they were talking to him like that. It was the end of the world. Micah Parsons just responded. He was like, we got 16 games left, bro. We're, you know, I love what he said. I love what he said. What he said, he see, what do you say? Uh, 
it's not how you fit. It's not how you start. It's how you finish. It's how you finish. Exactly. I mean, look, Cowboys were 0 and 1 to start the season last year, you know, and they played Tampa Bay. I'm not saying they're going to, they're going to, their record's going to be as good as it was last year, but I mean, it's week one. It's week yeah. one. We have 16 more weeks to go. So yeah, definitely. We'll have to wait and see. So Armando, thank you for joining me on this episode. We Chris, were hoping that we could have got more of a, uh, you know, more of a panel here to talk about this, but um, before we go, make sure to plug your uh, stuff to the people listening. Uh, 21 out of my 21. Check me out. It's TikTok. That's pretty much it. That's all I have. To, I have, I have a uh, YouTube, same thing. 21 Armando 21. Check me out guys. Uh, post a lot of content on TikTok. You know, TikTok is my spot. If you guys, if you guys check it out, uh, I went to the, I was there at the Tampa game. So I got a lot of, you'll see me post a lot of stuff. You know, I was, I was, uh, what do you call it? I was tailgating. So it was, it was a great time, man. Real quick, how how was that Tampa Bay game? I forgot to uh, ask. Good, good. I I had great seats, but you know I think I told you when we, before off the air we were talking about it, and once that got hurt, you could tell everybody just looking around like, is this really happening? But it was it was awesome. It was awesome time. It was awesome experience. Uh, you know, shout out to all the people out there in Dallas. Uh, showed I always show they always show a great time. Uh, Rowdy Nation, they showed us a great time, man. We we got to tailgate with them. And so it's always a good time. If you guys are ever out there in Dallas for the game, and it's you, you'll love it. Enjoy it. Enjoy every oh, bit. Oh man, of it. it's fun. It's dude, fun, dude. Those 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 games are a really good time. To to uh, are a really good time. I was at the uh, the San Francisco game, and I was at the uh, Philly game. Philly game was a lot more fun than yeah. the uh, Tampa Bay uh, Tampa Bay game. Cause it's always fun seeing the Eagles get their uh, or not Tampa Bay San Francisco. It's always fun right. seeing. Uh, it's always fun seeing Philly get their behinds handed to them by uh, Dallas, and and I, I like that they they do a great job with the Miller Lighthouse. Yeah. Um, for the night games, especially yeah. for the night games, like oh my goodness, it's a scene, man. Uh, any games this season? I uh, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try and, and and head out for a game. The problem is I don't think they play on prime time. Uh, yeah. like like uh, I think December fourth. They yeah, that's on prime time. The, the yeah, the only problem is it's it's just not convenient with like my work schedule. Oh yeah. Uh, for I'll that, be at that one. I'll be at that one. I'm I'm gonna be at the LA game, and I'm I'm definitely gonna be at the Tennessee game. LA and Tennessee are the two games I'm gonna go to. Ooh, Tennessee. Um, I've been thinking about Tennessee. I I actually I don't know if that's a definite. That's one I might be going to, but I'm I'm gonna try and go to Dallas for like a 4:25 game or nice, something like yeah. that. Okay. So. Okay. Let me well, know. guys, yeah, definitely. I'll let you know, definitely. And if you guys ever see either of us at a game, please come up and say what's up. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we do not bite. Um, maybe Armando does, but I don't. No, I'm just kidding. I look like I'm it. Everybody kidding. tells me he looks like a tough guy, but I'm just, I just, I'm just there representing. You guys go to my <laughs> TikTok, check it out. You're gonna see all the pictures with. I got pictures with fans from every team. You know, it exactly. Was, it's, it's funny because I was at a Cowboy game and. Uh, I saw fans from every team. I saw from Saints fans to Falcons fans to Eagles at a Dallas Cowboy game. That shows you. Exactly. Yeah. America's team, baby. America's team, baby. Well, all right, guys. Thank you for tuning in. If uh, you guys want to follow me on any of my social media accounts, I'm Cowboys Beat on TikTok, Twitch, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, whatever it may be. I'm Cowboys Beat over there. And that's going to be it for Cowboys Beating Friends. See you guys later. How about them Cowboys? Thank you for listening to the Cowboys Beat and Friends podcast. 
Please make sure to follow the show and leave a review. We'll see you next time on the Cowboys Beat Podcast Network.